ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ايها المسلمون عباد الله اتقوا الله تعالى فقد فاز المتقون فان من رحمه الله عز وجل بعباده ان من عليهم بايام مباركه يضاعف لهم فيها الاجر ويعطي فيها جزيل الثواب رحمه منه وكرم وكرما ومنها الايام العشر الاول من ذي الحجه Indeed from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon his slaves is that he blesses them with blessed days wherein he multiplies their rewards and he gives them multitudes of of rewards and barakah and mercies from him and from these days is the 10 days of Dhul Hijjah when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said about these 10 days ما العمل في ايام افضل منها في منها في هذه قالوا ولا الجهاد قال ولا الجهاد الا رجل خرج بنفسه وماله فلم يرجع بشيء the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he spoke about these 10 days and he said there is no deeds that is done during any days that is better than these days and they said not even jihad and they said not even jihad peace be with except for the man who goes out with himself with his nafs and his wealth and he does not return with anything yani he has given everything for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also in a hadith the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he spoke about these 10 days and he said that the best of deeds on these days is the deeds of tahleel wa takbir والتحميد that it's days when when we glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's greatness when we recite the kalima of la ilaha illa Allah and we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala abundantly so these 10 days which will begin shortly inshallah ta'ala is days that are the best of days of the year and rewards for deeds during these days are multiplied and are not like deeds done throughout the rest of the year and they are deeds or they are days wherein we should remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala abundantly with qiraatul quran with dhikr with takbir and tahmeed and tahleel and all types of righteous deeds
Ma'ashiru Salihin. Alhamdulillah, we are on the cusp of these days. And it was during these days, on the 10th, or during the 10th year of Hijrah, that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he went out and he led the Hujjaj in the trip from Medina to Makkah. And people joined them from all places so that they could join in with the Hajj of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to benefit from his company and to benefit from his deeds and his guidance. However, everything that happened on this Hajj pointed to the close coming of the death of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. There were many things that happened that were, that were signs that the time the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would remain upon this dunya, it was getting less and less. From this was the verse in Surah Al-Ma'idah where Allah Azza wa Jal revealed and He said, اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم وأتممت عليكم نعمتي ورضيت لكم الإسلام دينا This verse was revealed on the day of Arafah when Allah Azza wa Jal says on this day I have completed the religion for you and perfected my favor upon you and I have chosen Islam as the religion for you Umar ibn al-Khattab Amir al-Mu'mineen radiyallahu anhu when he heard this verse, he began to weep. And he cried and he said, لَيْسَ بَعْدَ التَّمَامِ إِلَّا النُّقْصَانِ People questioned him and said, Ya Umar, why are you weeping? What causes you to, to cry at the, at the hearing of this verse? And he said, لَيْسَ بَعْدَ التَّمَامِ إِلَّا النُّقْصَانِ That there is nothing after perfection but deficiency. There's nothing after perfection but deficiency. And from this Umar understood that if the religion has been completed and has been perfected, then the time or the, the goal of the Prophet's message and his mission was coming to an end. So Islam had now reached its perfection and now there's going to be nuqsan, which means Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would pass away. It was during this atmosphere wherein they were in the best of places, the best of worship and the best of leadership. All of these things converged and in an influential manner Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he delivered a powerful khutbah now today as the khutbatul wada' wherein he summarized the essence of his mission and he emphasized the importance of at-tawheed the oneness of Allah and singling him out in obedience as well as clarifying the rights that people owe to one another from this khutbah the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said ayyuhan nas إِنَّ دِمَاءَكُمْ وَأَمْوَالَكُمْ عَلَيْكُمْ حَرَامٌ إِلَىٰ أَنْ تَلْقَوْ رَبَّكُمْ كَحُرْمَةِ يَوْمِكُمْ هَذَا وَحُرْمَةِ شَهْرِكُمْ هَذَا وَسَتَلْقَوْنَ رَبَّكُمْ فَيَسْأَلُكُمْ عَنْ أَعْمَالِكُمْ وَقَدْ بَلَّغْتُ He said, O oh people, indeed your blood and your wealth 
is haram until the day that you meet your Rabb. And this is to show the honor of the Muslim that to spill his blood and to take from his wealth unjustly is haram. It is sacred until they meet their Rabb. Just like the sacredness of this day of Arafah and the sacredness of this month of Dhul Hijjah and you will meet your Rabb. وَسَتَلْقَوْنَ رَبَّكُمْ And your time will come to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَيَسْأَلُكُمْ عَنْ أَعْمَالِكُمْ And Allah Azza wa Jal, He will ask you about your deeds. He will ask you about your righteousness. He will not ask you about your status or your wealth that you amassed in this dunya. He will not ask you about your provisions or anything in this world, he will ask you about your deeds. And I have conveyed the message. Whoever has an amana that he owes, whoever is owing people some form of haq or responsibility or wealth or trust, then let him fulfill that trust. Ayyuhan nas, fa'inna lakum ala nisa'ikum haqqa, walahunna alaykum haqqa. O people, indeed you have rights over your wives, and your wives have rights over you. You have the right that they do not allow anyone whom you dislike to enter your home. And they have the right that you do not commit open indecency. In this khutbah, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is instructing us to fulfill the hukuk of our spouses. That the men play the role of men and support their wives and give them their due nafaqah. And that they give them the haq. And it is not from manhood that a man be oppressive to his wife. It is not from being a strong person that a man is unjust towards his wife or favors others over his wife or does not give her her haq in terms of his time, in terms of his wealth, in terms of his love and his care. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he went on to say, وَاسْتَوْصُوا بِالنِّسَاءِ خَيْرًا That treat them kindly. وَعَاشِرُوهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ As Allah Azza wa Jal said in the Quran, and live with them in goodness, with kindness, for they are your helpers and committed to your care. Remember that you have taken them as a trust from Allah and have made their private parts lawful through His word. So fear Allah regarding your women. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala regarding your wives. فَعْقِلُوا أَيُّهَا النَّاسِ وَاسْمَعُوا قَوْلِي Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Listen to my words carefully and pay attention. فَإِنِّي قَدْ بَلَّغْتِ 
for indeed I have conveyed our people تَعْلَمُنَّ أَنَّ كُلِّ مُسْلِمٍ أَخُ الْمُسْلِمٍ Know that every Muslim is the brother of his fellow Muslim. وَأَنَّ الْمُسْلِمُونَ وَأَنَّ الْمُسْلِمِينَ إِخْوَةٍ And that the Muslims are but a brotherhood. فَلَا يَحِلُّ لِمْرِئٍ مِنْ أَخِيهِ إِلَّا مَا أَعْطَاهُ عَنْ طَيِّبِ نَفْسِ So it is not permissible for one to take from his brother except that which he gave him willingly. فَلَا تَظْلِمُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ So do not oppress yourselves. Do not wrong yourselves. اللَّهُمَّ هَلْ بَلَّغْتْ The Prophet then said, O oh Allah, have I conveyed? And the people responded and they said, Naam. And the Prophet وسلم, he looked to the heavens and he said, اللَّهُمَّ اشْهَدْ O oh Allah, bear witness that I have conveyed. Ayyuhal Muslimun, this principle that the Prophet ﷺ established in this khutbah is often overlooked. Where Muslims today, they are not scared to shed the blood of their fellow Muslim, nor through harming them through injury or backbiting or insulting, or slandering, or defaming, stealing from them, defrauding people, deceit, all types of haram we find amongst the ummah, where one Muslim wrongs the fellow Muslim. But these actions, they nullify our deeds, even if they are as immense as mountains. And this principle alone is sufficient to bring happiness to our lives. If we can love and give our Muslim brother the haq, we will find peace, we will find happiness and tranquility, and a lot of bala will be removed. A lot of Allah's tests and difficulties that He bestows upon us will be removed. Subhanallah. Innamal mu'minuna ikhwa. As Allah Azza wa Jal said, the believers are but the brotherhood. So therefore, do not be jealous, do not hate one another, do not backbite one another. Kunu ikhwanan, but rather be brothers to one another. Advise each other with goodness and with sabr and with the truth. Watawasaw bilhaq, watawasaw bilsabr, watawasaw bilmarhamah, and advise one another with mercy. Be merciful to each other. This is the Quranic instructions. May Allah Azza wa Jal grant us understanding. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned that the sanctity of a Muslim in the sight of Allah is greater than the sanctity of the Kaaba. So how can we harm each other? How can we belittle each other? And how can we have su'udhan with each other? Where we think the worst of our brothers. Husnudhan billah. We have husnudhan with Allah. And we have husnudhan with our brothers. Especially our brothers that are closest to us in our aqidah. In our beliefs and our methodologies. And in our 
reaching the, the goal of getting closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَتَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْبِرِّ وَالتَّقْوَى وَلَا تَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدْوَانِ Help one with one another upon righteousness and taqwa and do not help one another upon sin and transgression. أَقُولُ هَذَا الْقَوْلُ وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ الْعَظِيمَ لِي وَلَكُمْ وَلِوَالِدَيَّ وَلِوَالِدِيكُمْ وَلِسَائِرِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ مِنْ كُلِّ ذَنْبِ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ الحمد لله على إحسانه والشكر على توفيقه وامتنانه وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له تعظيما لشأنه وأشهد أن نبينا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أيها المسلمون عباد الله قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فاعقلوا أيها الناس واسمعوا قولي In this khutbah The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said Listen attentively and understand what I am saying O people فإني قد بلغت For indeed I have conveyed وتركت فيكم ما إن اعتصمتم به فلن تضلوا أبدا كتاب الله from the principles established in this khutbah he said I will leave you with that with which if you hold fast unto it you will never ever go astray the book of Allah and the sunnah of his prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and in this statement Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam he invalidates and abolishes any customs and traditions that contradict the Sharia. The Quran and the Sunnah are the criteria by which the truth is known and justice is achieved. It's the Quran and the Sunnah that we always refer back to. If the practice is in conformity, it is permissible. If it is not from the Quran and the Sunnah, if it is not taught by the way of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, then it is an innovation, and all innovations is misguidance. Thus, any Islamic ruling, or ibadah, or belief, aqidah, that contradicts the Quran and the Sunnah, is misguidance. And the only way that we can save ourselves from misguidance is to stick to what the Book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructs, and to hold fast unto the Sunnah, of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. These are but some of the few advices that are mentioned in this khutbah, of which there are many more. But alhamdulillah, we ask Allah azza wa jal to grant us understanding and to make us of those who understand the message and who implement the teachings of our beloved leader Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. هذا وصلوا وسلموا رعاكم الله على بشير النذير محمد بن عبد الله كما أمركم الله بذلك في كتابه 
فقال تعالى إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين وأذل البدع والمبتدعين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين اللهم واحد صفوفنا اللهم اهدنا واهدي بنا وجعلنا سببا لمن اهتدى برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين